Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. One, one of the great guys, of course, as we welcome you back. Mike Pritchard's going to join Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, and I. I'm Patrick Maher here on Sharp Money. He's our VSIN senior NFL analyst at. Uh, Mike Pritchard on Twitter. Make sure you give him a follow. Nine seasons in the NFL. Remember, first round pick, 13th overall out of Colorado, Atlanta. We were just talking about the Falcons. We've got the guide dropping tomorrow. If you want the player's perspective, which is what makes our guide in VEASAN unique, and that is Mike Pritchard and Sean King. Uh, Pritch is talking about how Sean Payton's going to help the Broncos, his Broncos, expectations for the Jets with Rodgers, the biggest surprises and biggest disappointments. That's a lot to say. Hi, Mike Pritchard. How are you? I am fantastic. Uh, Maul, Patrick, Dustin, great to be with you guys, man. Big fan of the show. Thank you. And it's great to see you, Pritch, as always. We yes. were, um, Amal just had a, an interesting, t- a good take on the Atlanta Falcons. That is, mm-hmm. that team's hot in the streets right now, Pritch. Eight and a half. You got to pay some juice if you want to go over. We understand the division's bad. Why don't we start here? We talked about a very effective run game with Algier and Patterson last year, and then they go draft Bijan Robinson. I'll admit, he is explosive as all get out. What'd you think of the draft pick? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. They, they are continuing to build offensively. I mean, they got rid of Calvin really a few years ago and, uh, you know, Julio Jones and all this stuff, but now they've reloaded uh, with London, with Pitts, uh, now with Bijan. I mean, they are dynamic on all levels of the field offensively. They can get deep. Uh, they can hit you intermediately uh, as well. And then they can uh, kill you in a red, red zone. Uh, but I think Bijan Robinson is just that, Swiss army knife, Christian McCaffrey, if you will, a little bit thicker, a little bit bigger, uh, just a natural running back to watch this guy in college. And I was like, in awe uh, of just his a talent, right? I mean, this guy doesn't belong in, ta- in college. It's like uh, Adrian Peterson back in the day at OU. It's like, why is this guy in college, right? Uh, so Bijan is going to add a lot to the mix, so much so where Cordell Patterson uh, might be expendable. Uh, when you think about having Algiers in that offensive line and, and what they're doing. And then also, not only drafting very well, they've gone out in free agency or, or gone out and got some veterans uh, on that defense side of the ball. So you got some culture in there uh, and, and you got some guys with experience on a defense side of the ball to kind of hold you in games 
uh, as that young core uh, kind of gets all, all on the same page and starts to play at a high level out there. Mike, I want to ask you about a team we discussed yesterday. And I think it's an important year for them based on where they are in the salary cap, and that's the Cincinnati Bengals. They are 3-1 and one against Kansas City the last two seasons. Buffalo, obviously another contender there. But how do you see Cincinnati within the division and overall, more importantly, big picture for the AFC? Because I have to tell you, they're the third betting favorite, but it seems like a team that you could really bet on confidently to be able to win the conference. Yeah, not only the conference, maybe the whole, the whole thing. I mean, uh, outside of Patrick Mahomes being on Kansas City, I, I think Cincinnati is the team to beat this year, to be honest with you guys. I, You know, people make a, a waves or, or noise, and they talk noise about that division, and rightly so. I mean, it's a tough division with with Baltimore, uh, Pittsburgh always around. And But you have Cincinnati that's won the division, and it's been highly competitive. Joe Burrow missed almost the entire training camp last year. Uh, and they still won 12 games. Right? Uh, and they've been a possession away from either winning the Super Bowl against the Rams or getting back to the Super Bowl uh, when they played the Chiefs. So I, I think this team is primed and, and ready to go. Uh, the young core has done something that's never been done in the National Football League before. And that was, you know, the age of 25 years or younger uh, with Mixon, uh, with Burrow, with, with Higgins, with Chase. Uh, and all those guys, uh, they come back and they're all in their prime. But you're right. Uh, you know, salary cap aside, uh, Joe Burrow uh, having a contract that's team friendly aside, uh, this might be the year. At least I'm anticipating this to be the magical year for the Bengals this year. I just want to just quickly, and we can move on from the Falcons. I just did have questions for you, Pritch. Mike Pritchard joining us here on Sharp Money. Remember, the guy drops tomorrow. Excited about it. I was just looking over what Wes Reynolds wrote up about the Falcons. It's so comprehensive. And in talking about the Falcons, he talked about the Falcons spending a lot of money on the defensive side of the football, Pritch. That's what they have to fix. They've got a lot of talent, as you just laid out offensively. Will they be improved, the Falcons, defensively? I think so. You know, when you add a group of veterans um, to that side of the ball uh, and, and, you know, whether they're cast offs or not, or people don't believe that they have any more in the tank or not, uh, they're motivated. Uh, I think Arthur Smith too is underrated as a head coach. Uh, so much is made of him uh, and his play call and ability, but that culture is different. You know, that's the team that won seven games last year with Marcus Mariota. <laughs> so uh, I, I think, you know, Atlanta is due. Uh, I I played my former team teaser. You know about this, Patrick. Uh, all yeah, three of my teaser teams. King. A teaser King. Yep. Yeah. All three of my teams because of underdog situations. Certainly Seattle is no longer considered that. Uh, I, I think Denver uh, is going to be interesting with, with Peyton uh, now at the helm and certainly Russell Wilson, if he can uh, calm down a little bit. Uh, and then Atlanta, I think Atlanta has been on a come up quietly uh, and therefore, you know, from a teaser standpoint, they were an easy play for me. Uh, but now, you know, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how the lines shake out uh, as more and more people gravitate towards the Falcons this year. You mentioned Denver. Let's talk about them for a minute. Russell Wilson has been the third most sacked quarterback in the NFL the last two seasons. Mike, how much of this is on the offensive line play? How much of it is on him? And more importantly, what does he have left? Because from where he was, which is a Hall of Famer, it looks like he got pushed off of a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, um, Amal, that's a great question because I, I think um, I, I'm going to go 80% was on Russell last year uh, in terms of that offensive line. He didn't help them out. Uh, you know, when you, when you were set in your ways as a player and, and, and for Russell uh, and what he's done with his career, maybe he felt like he's entitled to play like that. 
but it was outside the structure of the offense. It was outside the structure of what the offensive line is thinking uh, at the line of scrimmage. Uh, and so nobody was on the same page uh, and certainly nobody was held accountable. Uh, so it, to me, that falls on a player like Russell Wilson. He's supposed to line everybody up. He's supposed to have everybody on the same page and everybody confident. Uh, the whole team lost confidence because of Russell Wilson last year. So uh, I think Peyton's going to bring structure. Uh, he's also going to bring accountability, including Russell Wilson. And therefore, Russell's going to earn respect. You know, they, he lost respect in that locker room, even though teammates tried to defend him. But most of those guys were younger guys. But the defense side of the ball was blaming the offense. I think the defense is ready to go. It's just uh, contingent on Russell Wilson and being humbled, uh, being more structured, uh, and being able to execute this Peyton offense because we know this Peyton offense is pretty prolific out there. Mike Pritchard joining us here, Sharp Money. I want to stick with the Broncos then. So they're sitting eight and a half over at DraftKings, 110 up and down. So that number's sticking. If you want to go over, obviously have to get to nine wins. Pritch, give me the straight dirt on Wilson. And what I mean by that is like, you've literally never said a bad word about anybody, at least in front of me. So I'll ask you not necessarily to say a bad word, but can you tell me what players like legit players in that locker room think of the dude? Like what's the perception? Cause we have our perception, the way he posts on social media and he's yeah. a really weird person. I don't want to blame him for being weird. That's cool. Be your own person. But what's he, what's the take on him? Yeah. You know what? He's kind of corny, right? I mean, is, is he real <laughs> or is he trying to, he's trying to, you know, force a persona out there because of who he's married to, uh, who knows what's driving that. But I, I watched him. I covered him. I actually called a game of Russell's uh, when he was a senior or, or grad student up in, in Wisconsin uh, and fantastic teammate, really, uh, you know, and you talked to the teammates yeah. at that time and uh, everybody was excited for, for Russell and his uh, career in the national football league. He lands in Seattle. It's the perfect location uh, because of the hunger games that they play up there. Uh, what I mean by that in each and every Wednesday, you got to prove yourself and earn your job. Uh, from Pete Carroll and that culture. So Russell was able to do that uh, as a mid rounder and turns into a franchise quarterback. But along the way, uh, he lost respect in the locker room, whether he's aligning himself with the owner, uh, certainly, uh, and then aligning himself outside the locker room, away from the fellas, trying to distinguish himself and, and saying, okay, this is Wilson, let him cook and all this. Thing. And I, I think, I think there's room for that, but yet you still have to understand it's a team game. Uh, so when you go to Seattle and you take that same show, oh, excuse me, when you go to Denver and you take that same type of show with you, uh, and now all of a sudden you're, you know, you're rubbing new people the wrong way, uh, you're not going to fit. I mean, he elevated himself out of the locker room when he had an office on the same level as the coaches. Uh, and so if, as a teammate, do I look at Russell as a quarterback, as a teammate, or do I look at him as a coach, you know, and uh, I, I think there's just a lack of respect there. So I don't know how strong that was for you. <laughs> no, it was good. You know, if I was, if, <laughs> yeah, if I was a teammate back then, uh, yeah, I, absolutely. Russell uh, would have lost a lot of respect from the fellas. That's for sure. Mike, you're a former wide receiver. Aaron Rodgers goes to New York. What does it mean for the offensive room in New York? Oh man, Amal, it's, it's, it is uh, like a drink of, it's, it's like that, uh, that water, that Arctic water from Waterboy. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that, that stuff is, is really good. So uh, I think Aaron Rodgers up there uh, in New York, considering what, what they're looking for, right? I mean, they, White was the guy that everybody wanted to play quarterback because he was effective. Uh, now you have a Hall of Famer 
and I played with several Hall of Famers, and they're just different. Like when you're in the locker room and you're looking around, you know, you're, you're kind of hulking up, getting ready for the game, getting ready for kickoff, uh, and you sit across the room and you look across and you see John Elway. I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, we're getting that W today. <laughs> or you see Warren Moon. Oh yeah, we're we're if we play well, we're getting the W today. So it's the same kind of feeling in the locker room, I think, uh, for all those guys. Uh, that are playoff ready, playoff caliber, I think, a great culture from Robert Sala uh, that you look across the room and you see Aaron Rodgers. It's like it's on now. Uh, we're about to get that W today. Mike Pritchard, just clarification, M.I. Pritchard on Twitter. Make sure you give him a follow. Hey, great to see you. Amazing job with the guide. Keep it up, Pritch. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. My pleasure to be with you guys today. Have a good one. Our Beeson senior NFL insider, Mike Pritchard, one of the best people around at MI Pritchard on Twitter. When we return, the Bulls have re-upped with one of their stars. Also an untimely passing former quarterback has passed away. The NFL is expected to suspend a couple of players coming up this week for gambling infractions. We'll get into that as well. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's full regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, the betting splits are available over at vcin.com. Check them out. Money and bets for every game. Updated every 10 minutes. Today's games and future events as well. Check out the betting splits exclusively from DraftKings over at vcin, vsin.com. So I mentioned a handful of NFL players. We'll get to Steve Cohn, who's speaking right now. Give the big guy a couple of seconds to refresh as the quotes of the Mets owner are being reported on social. We'll get to those. But I mentioned a handful of NFL players, including Indianapolis Colts cornerback and kick returner Isaiah Rogers, are expected to receive season-long suspensions this week for violating the NFL's policy on gambling. Now, again, 
the NFL is supposed to get, and the NFL said last week that it's going to get together with its players and reinforce its gambling policy to players. There are six key rules, fellas. I'm going to tell you if these seem too hard to follow, because again, we all have rules in every aspect of life. This isn't gambling's problem. This is a person problem. One is don't bet on the NFL should be pretty simple. Two, don't gamble at your team facility while traveling for road game or staying at the team hotel. Also seems pretty reasonable. Three, don't have somebody bet for you. Okay. Don't have runners Four, don't share team inside information. I think that's uh, understandable to expect that from your employees. Five, don't enter a sports book during the NFL playing season. Also understandable. And then finally, six, don't play daily fantasy football. Why would you when you have VEASAN? You can bet. Anyway, just playing. Four Detroit Lions players and one Washington Commander player were suspended by the NFL for gambling violations, including uh, Jamison Williams, who, of course, was suspended. I believe it was, wasn't, yes, six games for mobile betting that occurred at the Lions facility in Allen Park. So, again, this is... Just starting to come down right now. Isaiah Rogers looks like he's expected to receive a season long suspension, the kick returner and cornerback for the Colts. So again, I don't know if you have anything on it, even as a betting network, it is our duty to report the information. And again, this has nothing to do with sports betting. It has everything to do with the individual and the individuals have to follow the guidelines set forth by their organizations. It's pretty simple. Hey, you're absolutely right. And uh, Isaiah Rogers, congratulations on your retirement. Big guy, you got anything on that? I mean, I don't know if there's really, again, as far as elucidating upon, there's it's it's pretty simple. We have rules. I joked about the complicit um or the compliance email that I received from John Goulet yesterday. All kidding aside, every time I've actually signed in, sat down, and finished my compliance training, I've actually learned something. Like this is not bad as a human being to get refreshers on how to do things complicitly within your organization. And with that, I have a contract. If I do anything that endangers the contract in some way, I'm in breach. We all have to follow rules, and so do NFL players when it comes to betting. But I also would like to say that this is also what happens when you have legalized betting, is that now there are authoritative figures that that police this, that control it, that can see these things happening. And the reason these guys are getting caught is because the legalization. I actually spoke to someone who worked in one – I don't know what uh, sort of – world he worked in but he was involved in the calvin ridley stuff and in helping catch what happened there and told me in some very blatant terms like how dumb it was that that he got caught because was literally using his name in some of the things that were going on there but like we're catching these things happen happening because of legalized gambling i think that plays a a role in the story as well that when there wasn't this sort of procedure where there was people watching these things People were probably doing this and getting away with it in the past. I, Correct. I, I would agree with you on the, you know, not defending Calvin Ridley, but I think in his case, what happened was remember Florida had legalized gambling for what equates to about three weeks or a month. It was a very short duration. He was on injured reserve. He was down in South Florida. And, you know, you're sitting around till one o'clock for kickoff to start. I, I think he just signed up online and decided to get in a little bit of action because he was stuck on his couch and he wasn't with his team. I, I'm not trying to defend him or justify his actions, but it just kind of felt like that was a scenario to me based on what transpired. But again, these guys are very they're made extremely well aware of this uh, in terms of what happens. Generally speaking, I know at the collegiate level. Uh, local FBI offices talk to the teams. If you're approached by a gambler, if somebody's asking you for information to report it. So this is nothing new 
for these guys, especially at the NFL level. I totally, when you're talking about Calvin Ridley, I actually agree with you. I do have empathy. Those were the nascent days. Those were the days where this was all, it's wild, wild west when he got busted. It was just coming to fruition. And I think he got caught up in it. Probably should have and absolutely should have known better, but it was nascent and he got caught and he served his penalty. And now he comes back and hopefully he thrives with the Jags. So we shall see. Just wanted to pass that information along. Speaking of passing information along, I'm sure you guys saw this yesterday. It's just an awful, awful story. And that is 35-year-old Ryan Mallett, who currently or was the head coach at Whitehall in Arkansas. Of course, we all remember Ryan Mallett, who was a freaking five-star coming out of high school, went to Michigan for a year, transferred to Arkansas, two seasons there, was awesome. Uh, drafted in the third round by the Patriots. Just one of those guys that was a physical specimen with a huge cannon, six, five, six, six, huge gun. And there have been, and this is actually a PSA for anybody. The Gulf coast is seeing record numbers of people dying and yeah. their currents. What do you guys call that? A rip Ripped, current? Rip tide. Yeah. Rip tides. Thank yeah. you. Where he got caught up in a rip tide. And unfortunately, by the time emergency responders got to Ryan Mallet, he was, pronounced dead on the scene, just a horrible, horrible story for somebody that's 35 from all accounts, a great person and just gone too soon. Yeah, you're absolutely right. A great loss and uh, rest in peace to him. And, and, you know, you obviously wish the best for his family during this difficult time, but Patrick, I'll tell you, he was in high school in the state of Texas when I was covering sports and he was from Texarkana. And if you know anything about the state of Texas and high school football, it's a religion. And, and I'll tell you what, this guy, he, I mean, six, seven, could make every throw in the book. It was a little bit of a surprise. Always the complaint is down there is how come Texas or A&M didn't get this guy? He goes up and um, ends up in Ann Arbor, but uh, really a guy that could throw the ball through the wall. Ryan Mallett, 35, tragic. Destin, Florida. So that's the Gulf of Mexico where they're seeing these un- unfortunate deaths just pile up down there. I saw some reports of some of the sheriffs talking about they were frustrated because I think a sheriff said he watched or he, you know, somebody on Father's Day, two fathers in that same area were trying to rescue their children and passed away. So it's a very big situation right now that everybody needs to be aware of. If you're listening in Florida, certainly on the Gulf of Mexico, uh, Ryan Mallett and these others that have unfortunately untimely passed is a good reason to stay out of the water. Um, Big guy, anything on Mallett? I just, I had to look up the date because I remember where I was watching him. And it was a comeback win against Georgia, it looks like, with like 15 seconds left. And Arkansas at Georgia. Was that the Childs game down the sideline? Greg Childs. I remember because it was Yom Kippur 2010, Jewish holiday. I was with my girl, rare moment, rare story where I can say I had a girlfriend at the time. With her Wild. father, we avoided everyone else for like all like the religious stuff because we wanted to watch college football. And we both fell asleep during this game and woke up as that play was happening. I think the Razorbacks were ranked somewhere around the top 15 at that time. Dogs were an unranked team around there, if I recall. But uh, yeah, they, they were, you know, listen, the Razorbacks, you don't think of them. They've had some good teams oh, there with Houston. With, with Bobby. No, it was Bobby Petrino. Petrino. It was Petrino. Petrino. That's right. And, he was their coach. That's right. Ryan Mallett in that system was an electric, awesome quarterback. He was so fun to watch. It's just so sad. Too, too bad Bobby Petrino is the person that he is because he's a hell of a football coach. Hey, Dustin, you said Yom Kippur. If I, and I said Shalom to you while you were talking. When I say Shalom, is that basically saying, like, what's cracking? It's hello. Like, what's popping? It's hello. Oh, Shalom. Yeah, Shalom. 
what is now speaking of hello, you can pop on Twitter and say hi anytime you want to everybody out there. And yesterday, Steve Cohen said, I'll address you Mets fans today. <laughs> he is currently addressing Mets fans. So Shalom to Steve Cohen. <laughs> what is he? What is he? What is he saying? What's that donk saying? Uh, and he is a donk. Well, Look, just because, and he's one of the richest people on the planet. You can still be an idiot. Like if you just scroll through his social media feed, it's just it, total donk. What is he saying? Just, uh, you gotta go look at the video because you see the way he wears a fitted cap. You know he's a donk with the uh, with the the sharp point in the middle of it. But a couple quotes more to read. Uh, it's been incredibly frustrating. Hopefully we can right the ship. We have quality players for some reason or another. They're not gelling. Uh, the season's not over. I'm preparing my management team for all possibilities. If we don't get better, we have decisions to make at the trade deadline. And I've been clear from day one that I'm still looking for a president of baseball ops. Billy Epler's not that guy, basically, is what he said. Uh, three to five-year timeline from 2020, the goal of, of winning the World Series, that was his original goal. Quote, winning a World Series is really hard. The goal is to put yourself in position for good things to happen. I, I give him a lot of credit, though, because I thought someone in his position, Patrick, you alluded to his financial success, but so many times these people are reactionary, and, and I think he's given this team a little bit of runway and leeway to be able to get to where they need to be. Yeah, I mean, so a bunch of nothing that he said today, correct? Except we're looking for a president of operations. Told you. Is that really what he said? Not so firing he, Buck. So that's what I'm telling you. That was an attention tweet yesterday. All he wanted was to look at replies until he spoke today. Donk. Billionaire, but certainly weirdo. We're coming back with Keith Smith talking NBA free agency. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Download the DraftKings app, and when you do, bet $5 to get $150 in bonuses instantly when you use the promo code VSIN. It's that simple. DraftKings promo code VSIN, 5 to get $150. That's all you need. We got you back here. Sharp Money, Patrick Maher, Dustin Sweetelson, of course, Amal Shaw. We say hi to Keith Smith. Uh, Sport track contributor. We use the website all the time. Front office show host as well at Keith Smith NBA. Of course, you've got free agency officially opening up in the association on Friday. And we say hi to Keith. Hi, Keith. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you for joining Keith. Got a ton to ask you about. Let's start here. News just coming down. Looks like the Bulls and center Vucevic are nearing a three-year, $60 million extension. I want to ask you about that one. And then also, what do you think happens with Zach Levine? Yeah, so in the Vucevic one, it's done. The team's actually already announced it and everything. So that, that deal is all signed. Gotcha. Uh, it, it, it's one that's a weird uh, kind of thing. Vucevic is a very good player. He's a walking double-double. He's you know, 17 and 11 each of the last two seasons. He's a pretty good shooter, a pretty good passer. He's not a great defender, but, you know, good player. Even in his early to mid-30s, he should be fine at the center spot. The challenge is this is just further. The Bulls are going to be more stuck in the middle again. They're, they're, they're just, you know, mm -hmm. they're not, they don't have the ability to go make big moves, uh, and they're, you know, not seemingly willing to say, all right, let's go in a different direction and kind of tear this thing down. They're, they're content, you know, being right around the play-in tournament and having a commitment to that. So, you know, I don't think anything's going to happen with Zach Levine. I think he stays right there in Chicago. 
and they'll you know add a couple guys around that uh, Levine, DeRozan, Vucevic core, and they'll they'll keep things moving in you know very similar direction to what it's been the last couple of seasons. Keith, can you kind of just give a basic overview of how the salary cap and the luxury tax work for a lot of people who may be unfamiliar with it? Because we hear this a lot with teams like Golden State and Phoenix is in a situation right now where they could be in serious uh, peril. They've got almost $170 million in guaranteed contracts. But if they keep uh, cam- uh, campaign and Jordan Goodwin, they're going to be over 175 So can you give people just maybe who n- may not be as insightful on this as you uh, how it impacts their team and what it means overall? Sure, you're going to wind me up. So go grab a couple sandwiches and put your feet up for a little bit. <laughs> come back Take in your an time, hour, Keith. We'll Take your time. <laughs> um, Take your time. No, yeah. So, so what's happening in this new uh, CBA, which literally just published uh, this afternoon and landed with teams, even though it's been agreed to, they, they kind of finalized everything and locked it in. What the NBA is doing is they're trying to take those, those really expensive teams, the Warriors and the Clippers, and where the Nets were headed prior to trading Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and the like, and they're trying to uh, put parameters around those guys. So the example I've been using for everybody is Golden State last year. Everybody knows, right, even if you have a rudimentary understanding, they're super-duper expensive. They then signed Dante DiVincenzo, and people are like, how do they keep adding good players? What they've done in the new CBA is you can't do that anymore if you're as expensive as the Warriors are. You can't then use what they call exceptions to the cap to go add further talent. So those teams get stuck a little bit. Phoenix has now put themselves in that boat. What they did with this new CBA is they gave everybody a grace period of a year, which was intended to be, hey, go ahead and get your books in order, make a couple trades, shed some salaries, so then when all the – full penalties kick in in 2024, you're ready to go. Instead, the Phoenix Suns said, well, this is our last chance to add a whole bunch of money. Let's do it and blow right past all those things, and we'll let tomorrow's problems be tomorrow's problems. And that's kind of what you're seeing. But the intention was make those most expensive teams. Without saying you have to get rid of guys you drafted and developed, we want to bring you back to the pack a little bit with your spending. And then on the flip side, they made all the teams that – don't, that are on the other end of the salary that maybe sit under the cap and don't spend a lot of money, they're trying to force them to spend up because what happens is if they don't spend up to the salary floor, they will not share in the luxury tax and revenue sharing and things like that that happens. So they're trying to push everybody more to the middle in an idea of let's in, induce some parity into the league. Do, Patrick, I don't know if we lost Patrick there, but uh... – You know, to me, I thought it was a great breakdown in terms of what he was able to say. And I think it's very important because some of these teams that have so much revenue, it it really allowed them to really just kind of blow the other teams out of the water. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what's happened. We've seen, um, you know, some of these teams, like the Warriors, for example. Now, it's hard to blame them, right? The core of their team, they drafted and developed. They they got Stephen Curry. They got Draymond Green. They they got Clay Thompson, Kevon Looney, another key guy. Those are their guys that they've been basically kind of building up with. But what they also did was when they had that cap spike back in 2016, we saw the Warriors were able to go on the heels of that, go and get Kevin Durant. And then since then, they've basically rolled over that max salary slot a couple times. They turned it into Andrew Wiggins. Um, and then, then they kept things moving forward. So what the league is basically saying is if you can replicate the Warriors and draft and develop great, you can do that, but what you can't go and do is every year add some value-free agent 
on top of it. We're going to limit you to you're going to resign your own guys. You're going to add draft pick signing and the like. That's going to be what you're limited to being able to do. We're speaking with uh, Keith Smith of Track right now, and we're going over the salary cap and some of the impacts you'll see in free agency. You see so many of these teams right now, they're basically what amounts to tampering with some of the players. There's not much the league can do, especially when you talk about personal relationships with teams. But how does this impact the free agents? Because you see teams knocking on a guy's door at 12:01, and then they're signed what appears to be pretty quickly. Uh, from your perspective, is there just with the agents behind the scenes, with the, with the team, how is this kind of being determined so quickly? Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I think we all kind of collectively, is if it's a straight signing, we'll all kind of look the other way and say, okay, you you know, wow, boy, you guys are quick negotiators, right? You you got that done in a matter of you know thirty seconds. You know, good on you. But what happens is where the league has really come down on teams is the the situations where it was okay, we're going to do this, which involves a player, you know, uh, doing a sign and trade, and then other players are being traded and. Sometimes we've seen that we're going to bring a third team into the mix. Those are the ones where the NBA is saying, come on, what are we doing? There's no way you negotiated all that in 30 seconds after free agency opened. It's it's impossible. So what they've done is they've cracked down a little bit on those more egregious cases of tampering where it was, you know, hey, we're having agreements leaked days in advance. And we're kind of seeing it. It's worked at least to some extent because what's happened here, you know, this year is, you know, we're you know, roughly two days out from free agency opening, and we haven't heard of any you know, agreed-to deals or anything like that. These extensions, like we talked about Vucevic off the top, that's different. That's allowed. That he's still, you know, he's extending his current contract. That's not no form of tampering. But in the past few years, we've had some uh, details leaked out about you know Team X is signing free agent Y, and this year we haven't gotten any of those. So I think the NBA has done a you know fairly good job of cracking down. Keith, I'm going to put you on the spot. Let's go rapid fire. I'm going to ask you about Kyrie. I'm going to ask you about Fred Van Vliet. I'm going to ask you about James Harden. Where do those three players play next year? All right. Kyrie Irving, I think, stays with Dallas. The question is, is he going to get the full max deal that he can from the Mavericks of five years, you know, well over, you know, 40 to into the 50 million a year. That's going to remain to be seen. We'll see, you know, what that looks like. I think it may be a slightly shorter deal uh, with Kyrie. I think ultimately James Harden ends up staying with Houston. I think he will opt out of his contract, re-sign, but probably on a shorter deal. He'll probably get max money, but only for, my guess, is two years. And then that'll put him back in play in a couple years at least because there's a, a concern there that the uh, Sixers don't want to necessarily give him the full max. And I think the Rockets will ultimately decide, hey, let's spread that money around versus giving it to most people. Now, Fred Van Vliet, I can tell you, I don't think he's going back to Toronto. I think that's kind of out the, out, out the door and that, that relationship is, is finished there and he's going to move on. Where he goes, we'll see. I think he may end up with the Houston Rockets as part of that. Hey, rather than giving it all to James Harden and only having a little bit left over, let's give most of it to Fred Van Vliet, and then let's kind of you know go go spread the rest of it around a couple guys. They seem to be locking in on him as somebody that they really like uh, out there in Houston. Okay, I lied. One more, Keith. Dame Lillard. Where will he play next year? Yeah, my that's one stop. My gut says he probably stays in Portland, um, just because. We've gone this far now. Uh, we're past the draft, but we'll see. You know, the, the fact that 
he himself is kind of leaving the door open with the all, you know, let's see what they do in free agency, then we can talk about it. The challenge is, and my fear is, what could happen with Damian Lillard is if he's waiting to see what the Blazers do, the Blazers may be looking at it and saying, well, we don't want to commit money to a bunch of free agents without knowing you're committed to staying. And then that could kind of cause other teams to say, well, we're not going to do everything we could do right now because we want to make sure we have enough uh, in reserve to go make a Dame Lillard trade. And that could kind of bring everything that's kind of grinding to a halt here in free agency. Every once in a while, one of those major guys you know, put, puts us in a spot where everything gets kind of stuck. Love Sport Track. Front office show host as well at Keith Smart NBA. Keith, you're the best. Thank you for the time. Appreciate it. I agree. It's Keith Smith. I, I never hit a shot for Syracuse. Uh, to, oh, to that is Keith Syracuse, Smith. But it's okay. Yeah, you, you, bo- <laughs> you, bo- you both got a wet jumper. We appreciate you. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, thank you, big guy. Get the picks. Easily sortable. Follow host and guests. Top VSIN experts leaderboard over at VSIN.com slash subscribe. Remember, when I tell you to go to VSIN.com slash subscribe and you sign up for as low as $19, you get the picks every day. We email them to you, or you can go to VSIN.com slash picks. That also includes the NFL betting guide that drops tomorrow. So, again, everything included, VSIN.com slash subscribe. We got you back here on Sharp Money. As we say hi, uh, I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. Dustin scrambling. He's trying to pull together Steve Cohen clips. Don't worry about that right now because I did want to ask you, was it you, big guy, that I was talking to this morning that was thinking about going to YouTube TV? I was strongly considering dropping cable and going to YouTube TV, which some people are watching us on right now. So, and yes, we are very prominent on YouTube TV. Those of you watching, we appreciate you. We know VEASAN does very well on the platform. And that is where I wanted to go with this. The platform, we are we are moving closer. Amal, I don't know your cable setup, but we are obviously moving towards an a la carte setup. 
a cable is a very old school notion at this point. And I bring it up because there's a lot going on with your ability to view and the options as far as viewing the NFL this year. Was it last year, fellas, that Amazon exclusively took over the Thursday night games, correct? Yes. Yes. You had to have Amazon to get the Thursday night games. That's going to continue this year. Okay. But there's a couple other things. Dustin, you sent over a link yesterday. Remember, DirecTV started with the NFL ticket 20-plus years ago, and they're no longer in the business as YouTube TV is taking over NFL Red Zone. However, while NFL Network no longer has, obviously, DirecTV no longer has exclusivity, they're going to be carrying the Scott Hansen version of the Red Zone. So you've been getting Andrew Siciliano on DirecTV for years and years. He's going away. Hansen, who's been on all the other carriers, is now going to be on DirecTV and AT&T U-verse if you have it as well. If you're not confused, don't worry. I'll confuse you in a second. Do you know of Peacock? Peacock is struggling. In fact, somebody that's running NBC Universal just got fired because he couldn't do more with Peacock. What's Peacock? Amal Shaw knows, I know, and if you like the English Premier League, you know because they hoodwinked us. Peacock is a service that is the a la carte sports and entertainment service that is an ancillary product of NBC proper. Peacock's is actually a pretty cool service. It was really cool when it started off as free. Then after a long time of saying, come on, download Peacock. It's Gucci. You can watch West Ham play Arsenal. They then said about a year and a half in not so fast and made it subscriber. Well, it didn't work. So what did Peacock and NBC do? Peacock said, what we need to do is get in the NFL game, because if you want to get ratings, you want to get eyeballs, you have to be in the NFL. Well, Peacock is taken over this year and they're going to actually have a primetime wildcard game. Okay. So that is going to be, um, I can't, I, I don't remember. I think it's January 13th. So there's going to be an afternoon game on that wildcard Saturday. And then Peacock, you have to have the premium subscription to watch that wildcard game. And they're also getting a regular season game as well. They're getting Saturday, December 23rd, the bills at the chargers. So they got a good game. Well, they'll get Peacock, a regular season game. So I'm just trying to set you up because everything's kind of shifting around here, boys. But it looks like you're going to have to have Peacock to watch two games. One, the Bills at the Chargers regular season. Two, January 13th, the primetime wild card game that night on Saturday. And if you've been used to Siciliano, get used to Hanson because he's coming to a TV near you. Well, does anything, does anything surprise you or confuse you about any of that? All of it. It's just ridiculous for the two games. By the way, you'll get the Chargers as a local team, so you'll get it on a local television broadcast in Los Angeles, but uh, you'll have to fill us in on it. I I mean, look, how many people are really going to subscribe and your home markets for the, if it's a local team that's playing, you'll get that game on a local broadcast, but how many people are genuinely going to subscribe for two games? You talked about with the EPL, it drove me nuts when we saw the chase between Man United, I'm sorry, Man City and Liverpool, and the games would be on Peacock. I'm like, you can't put this game on NBC. Nobody's going to your streaming service. It's just ridiculous. No, they're geniuses. No they're geniuses. Do you know why? Go ahead. 
I paid for Peacock two years ago to watch a golf tournament. I still pay for that every month. Dude, you pay 80 bucks for a haircut. You're pretty much going to pay for anything. I'm just, but I never canceled it. So for two games, you're going to have to sign up. You're going to have to start paying for ah. it. And 80% of the donks like me are going to leave it subscribed. You're the opposite. Yeah, but you know who's going to be happy on December 23rd and January 13th? Dustin Sweetelson, because he's going to log into Peacock and watch football games. I don't have to sign up. I'm, I've been signed up for two years. Only use it to watch Yellowstone. That's it. You're the opposite of me. You sign up for something you forget about. The minute I sign up for it and they give you that 30-day free trial, I cancel immediately as soon as I've signed up. I just The, the biggest part of this whole story is that they went with Scott Hansen over Siciliano because everyone knows Scott Hansen along with Walter Camp invented the modern game of football that we all know today. There's another reason I brought it up. I called myself a Marcus Mariota truther earlier in the show. I would say the only thing I love more than Marcus Mariota and my dog Jeezy would be YouTube TV. Three years ago, I made the switch. I cut the cord from cable, and I think it was Cox in Vegas. Cox can take it and shove it because Cox completely ran me around. Cable companies, everybody knows they're a racket. So I went YouTube TV. Anytime, if I wanted to pick up a move to Indonesia today, by the time I got to Indonesia, you know what would be there waiting for me? YouTube TV. No, <laughs> no wires, no boxes, no returning anything, no satellites. It's just there okay you got a smart tv you're ready to go the reason i brought it up big guy sorry to interrupt you is because youtube tv was trending when i woke up today because youtube tv is dropping sny we've talked recently on the show about gary cohen ron darling and keith hernandez and that mets broadcast if i were to tell you how devastating it would be if i was in new york to not have sny i can't over explain how devastating it would be. And speaking of which SNY and yes, those are yes is the Yankees network. SNY is the Mets network. Are those the two originals? You know what I mean? Like now we're starting to see the Yankees were first Yankees. I know that, but outside of New York, were those the first two that said team owned, we're going to disseminate our product. Teams to start their own network. I want to. I know Longhorn the, Network in college football was the first, correct? Which yeah. one? Longhorn. Oh. Yes, Longhorn Network. Um, yeah, I'm trying to look this up as we speak. I don't know if the Mets were second. I think they were second, but I'm not a hundred percent sure about that. Okay. Well, I just brought it up because it looks like there was some consternation because YouTube TV was talking about dropping SNY now. That's one of those things sometimes where it just comes down to negotiations. It drops for one day and then the product's back yeah. on because I couldn't live without YouTube TV. And if I was in the tri-state area, I couldn't live without SNY. Well, and I'm I, just trying to keep everybody I don't know if you get here. the actual games on that SNY. There might be some blackout rules where MLB forces you to buy their stuff. So, But you get all the other great programming like your, uh, your best friends on there every day. Yeah, absolutely. So what, here's, what did we learn from me? kind of just talking nonstop about the NFL and programming. We learned if you want to watch Thursday night games, you have to have Amazon prime. Do we all have that? Yes. I can't imagine living in a world where I didn't have it. In fact, I got my family, <laughs> my family are the cheapest people. They don't like my sister. Like, Can you order me something and send it to me? I'm like, order you something and send it to you. Prime costs like a hundred bucks, isn't it? Do you guys I, even know what it costs? Yeah, it's a hundred dollars a year. I don't know how much it is, and I don't know which one of my like eight credit cards gets charged for it every year. I just know <laughs> I need it. 
Yeah, but I listen, I'm with your sister. I actually do the same thing because I don't actually have a subscription to Prime. I got somebody else's login. I'm like, I don't order stuff. I so that's why I don't use it. I literally got two notifications during the show that I had packages from Amazon waiting for me at my house when I get home. Somebody just sent we, me. We do, need, we do need to do an audit for no. you because you do need to tighten things up. I'm loose with money, and you're starting to give me hives as I, I'm listening to, to you talk. You've got a future to, in Congress. I had to buy a big bottle of sugar-free ketchup. I was going through a lot. Of course of you did. Okay, makes sense now. The conversation's over. Um, the Okay, so Here, what well, do we Can I tell you, you need... what I learned? Can I tell you what I learned during this? Yeah, go ahead. I learned that you, like YouTube TV, must be awesome because – I've known you since 2016, and about every six months, you would come in with a conspiracy theory about how cable companies were lying to you about charges and tricking you into paying more every year. So for the for you to get up here and say how great YouTube TV is, I I might need to switch today. That's put it you, this you way: you sold me. You sold me. YouTube TV like a month ago. They jacked up my rate from seventy nine dollars to eighty nine dollars, and I was thinking about writing them a letter saying you deserve it. <laughs> Writing them a letter. How old are you? <laughs> like, hey, jack up my rates because the performance and the experience I've had with you for three years has been exemplary. Real talk. Cable to, companies otherwise, not so much. To, to write that letter, though, raise your hand if you currently have stamps in your home. Yeah, I do. You know why I do? And I know because I had to find one the other day when I had to send out a letter and a check for my freaking passport. <laughs> why can't I go online and just get a passport? Did somebody tell me that? Who's coming up next? Now I'm flushed. Josh Who's Inglis. Next, Dustin? Okay, we'll talk some baseball next. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.